0: A big hello to all the listeners from The Big Design Show. Today we have with us architect Viram Shah, the founder of Design Nidukan and the co-founder of Pod and Dotto. Viram Shah's sensitive approach towards design and art is derived from his travel to quaint old Indian towns to modern places and his several influences not just from the field of architecture, but from artists, designers, craftsmen, thinkers of various other fields and genres. His experiments with designs are a fabulous treasure of design ideas and electrifying projects in art, architecture, furniture, accessories and whatnot. So let's get in conversation with architect Viram Shah to know more about his working style and his journey of design. Hello, a big hello to you and all the listeners. From the big design show. We are so thrilled to have you here, Miram, today. Hope Thank you me. and your loved ones are staying all safe and fine during yeah. this pandemic and everything.
1: Difficult times.
0: Definitely. Yeah, difficult times, definitely. So, have, how have you been keeping yourself sane during this entire pandemic period? You've been working, actually, in my
1: uh, office this is an extension of my home. Right. So, uh, even in the first lockdown, we were staying together and we did a lot of things, actually. Uh, even now, like, uh, yeah. uh, my parents have uh, been positive. So we've been oh. around the house helping them with stuff, doing <laughs> a work, etc.
0: Okay, so you post about your designs. Let's let's just get into, you know, talks about designs and the conversations. So you post about designs. They very subtly narrate a, you know, well-thought journey from the conceptual to the manifest. And we would really love to hear it from you, your design mm. journey, your journey of the design
1: okay, it's actually a very long story to suppose, <laughs> you know, put down in a few words, but uh, I'll, I'll keep my background in short. So, I, sure. uh, I grew up in a small town in south coast called Nagsari, small Parsi town, and uh, then we, me and a few of my friends, decided to leave the town because there was no future there, so we ended up in Pune and uh, yeah, then I think 11th grade, 12th grade, there was not, um, so that was a time when most people were getting into engineering, you know, like there was only yeah. one, um, sort of future that your parents would sort of want you to go ahead with. Yeah. And then, um, uh, it was, I realized after two years, I just physics and chemistry is just not my thing, you know, I enrolled into architecture school thinking it'll be easier. Uh. But it was interesting. I think the first two years, uh, I think were the best years of the journey that started because you know we had this subject called basic design. So we had these very good professors who introduced us to you know the smaller nuances of how things were. It was very difficult to grasp what they were saying, you know, uh, the words, the vocabulary, because there was no artistic background at uh, all. But that's the time I realized that this is something that I want to do, and uh, that is also the time that I took a break. For a year I came back home and told my parents, I think finally I found something that I would want to do, but I will need some time because it's very difficult to grasp, uh, you know, what's, what's being conversed. And then I started spending a lot of time in the library, started reading a lot of things, started watching a lot of films, literature. Yeah. Architect Girish Doshi from Nagkar, he, he used to teach us, he's also a Gujarati, so yeah. he told me that you, you were know, nothing in the classroom, you should come to the office. So we started sort of following him on his uh, Site visits and first year, you barely know any, just observe him. Every time you go to talk to him about work, you start talking about want to see this film. This is a very, very interesting. Even I met him after so many years, just I think three months back, still the same. Anyway, so that then um, eventually, at the end of the seven years that I was an architect, I never wanted to be an architect because of a personal angst that to uh, get through this. You know, Gotten <clears throat> wanted to direct films after that because FPI was well, very close to my house. The film and mm-hmm. television studio in Pune, and I thought, okay, let something else now. But then I was doing a project. I was walking through college, so doing a project in Ahmedabad, and my parents shifted here from now. Sorry, because the whole recession thing. So I said, okay, let's do one project and uh, finish the project and um, met a few designers from other fields and. So, you're sitting, there is a hospital. You're, so, you know, with hospitals and around, there are so many medicine shops.
0: Yeah. So it's,
1: it's dawani Dukan, dawani Dukan, dawani Dukan. Bani, so I said, oh, okay. Sitting there and just chatting. And I said, well, Design me Dukan, you know. Where, because no one had any work as such, you know. We all struggling, like, you just get out of college. Someone was a graphic designer, textile. And I said, let's just give a name to this and see what kind of projects we get. You know? So, that's how it started. So, yeah. then. So, after, I think, yeah, so then we finished that first architectural project, etc. And mm-hmm. then again, there was a big question as to what next. Uh, so, after all, those years, we, learned, we ended up back in Nausar uh, in my hometown, you know, because uh, we said that, so this is the time you know, when your relatives would come to you and tell you, you know, uh, do a project, we have a small room, etc. We didn't want to do that, you know, have a big yeah, principle, yeah. to not to work within family and I don't believe in charity also. Uh, in that sense. So mm-hmm. we ended up in Nausari again. I said, okay, save saved some money. And my father used to restore a lot of antiques because Nausari is a dying Parsi town. So oh. you would have these, for uh, called well, Shaniwaris or Saturday Flea Market. Market, right. Gather a lot of old uh, Parsi, broken down colonial furniture and restore them. So there was a carpenter who's around, he's two years older to me, I think. So I called oh. him, I said, okay, uh, we want to learn. Carpentry you now we are coming to know. so my backyard became like a small workshop where mm-hmm. we would be working with him we would go by wood with him nothing I mean, there was nothing to do we just wanted to create things and probably think about what to do next so that's how furniture started and then we randomly made that Facebook page and I said let's just document things like that we so put stupid images of our store coordinates we uh, got a call from this uh, big firm in Surat called Anwan and They said why don't you make furniture Mm-hmm. I told him that I don't want to make phonetic, I'm just doing it for the sake of it. And mm-hmm. then he called me a few times and I said, Okay, let's do this. You give me a context, you explain the project to me, and uh, let me design and execute these pieces for you. You know, like how you work on an architectural project, drawings, plan sections, elevation. And that worked out well. And then we did a lot of work with them. Yeah, so then we started doing a lot of customization. So, very tedious work, you know, because like uh, these they were like, 30 to 40 pieces that you would design in, say, two months, execute in four, five months. And uh, after a point, we sort of uh, realized that, uh, you know, it is it is a little idealistic. Uh, anyways, I mean, that's the journey later. But, yeah, this is how it started. I think I'll let you ask the questions. <laughs> so I no, I mean,
0: it. I'm getting much more curious to, you know, how that uh, journey, like, mm-hmm. right from before you even started Designing Dukan and how this Designing took a shape with all these small, small things, designing objects, designing furniture, art. Yeah,
1: it's actually been very organic, you know, so I always, to simplify, No, you know, I think I am okay with, I uh, always want to deal with different scales of design. Uh, the last was jewelry, which we just did for Dotto because my father also does jewelry. Now, uh, I always tell people that, you know, and currently it's become even more difficult, you know, so I was like, you build a base. Uh, yeah. So we were very lucky that we had uh, these professors who made us and forced us to watch these certain films, read certain books beyond design and architecture. I don't know. I think if, if you understand, say, if you, I don't know, if anyone's seen uh, Pathé, Panthé earlier, any you've um, films, you see there's a certain drama that they create with a different medium. Now, yeah. When you translate those, if you understand and analyze and get to a point where you can understand what the director or the story is trying to tell, then that is something that you can translate to any scale of design. So, so I'm just glad that I spent a lot of time, not trying to, you know, get into a bigger firm, try to work with a. So the master architect I, I put a lot of time onto myself to understand and make my own process of how, how i see things you know right. so, and now that process just very seamlessly flows into whether i do furniture or make a bike or a piece of jewelry or a house it's the same drama that I look for and this is what i keep building upon
0: yeah so uh the way you are saying that there are no multiple objects and a lot of experimentation with uh, some objects so besides design Dukan, you are with multiple interesting ventures like Toto pod and they have such yeah. an amazing and elegant collections you know consideration to aesthetics craftsmanship affordability and they're perfectly synced in England together so i'm sure the audience is equally excited to uh, know more about these ventures as well
1: Uh, oh, i always there was like this phase three years back where i and in fact you know this is I'm a very old school sort of a person that, you know, like, if you consider all the master architects, their projects, there were always these collaborations with artists, you know, uh, with, like, you know, Vivi Doshi has spoken about uh, uh, Kumar Gandha, you know, he's spoken about uh, M.F. Hussain. You know, there was a very close community of people who actually, these modernists, you know, like the post-independence era was such an exciting time because got that, uh, came to a place where we could do our own self-expressions. You know. Like if you see Charles Correa's work or if you see MFWC's work, these are all very rooted ideas from where we belong, but put in a very modern way. So these collaborations have always happened. I am not sure why these don't happen so often. You know. And you know, you understand that you know, my collaboration with senior architects, Now what I'm trying to do now is to involve the younger artists in my work. Cod and daughter both happen at the same time. So the the thing is that with design the and we still don't have a structure. You know? we okay. don't have cabins, uh, we don't have designations, and it's evolved that after a point. In fact, uh, there was a big struggle at the start because we were what four five friends who actually started this together. And by the time it was twenty, we put in all the money we had into doing the office. So there were no mm-hmm. salaries. There was no money as such. So there was a big question about you know what's going to happen with Eventually, it sort of disintegrated from all the sort of friends into then you know, a structure which is still going on. We still don't know what happened, but that is, I realized something from that. That, uh, and with me, I have a nature that, you know, if there's something that I don't know, I'll figure out how to do it. You know, I said, okay, now how do you look at design also as a business, which I have not done for the past 32 years of my life? You know? So then I said, okay, let's do collaboration. You know? So then yeah. me and Nishita uh, who my partner at Pod, so we are the complete opposites, And uh-huh. uh, like, you have no idea the amount of uh, fights we have over things. and you know, But but uh, that balances out. You know? That whether she's good at business, I'm, I handle the design, the manufacturing. You know? So all in all, I think it's uh, collaborations is the way forward, yeah. And Dotto uh, Saloni had uh, done a diploma uh, in the studio. uh I always wanted to experiment with smaller products. And then we got together, started talking, decided why not we focus on a smaller scale in a similar structural manner. So these two brands are basically something that you can scale up You know, It's more of a business model, where design Dukan is not. It's a more of
0: an erratic structure. Oh yeah, yeah. Sanded it sounds like one. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you integrate uh, you know architecture, products, objects, accessories, mm-hmm. furnitures and, You know, you say, yeah, so, say that you've also modified your bike and all that. So Yeah, like like I said, you know, there are there
1: are a certain there are certain you know, it's like your own story, you know. Uh, that and you know it, it, you call it the butterfly effect. You know, I I, I always measure life in these small movements you know. I I in fact I got out of Navsay to escape that uh, life in the town. And then the whole circle of staying in a city trying to be something and then getting back to Navsai, I used to work from there and love to walk from there. So I don't know, there are you know the I think my life is always a complete circle. It's always been a complete circle. So like, you know, for example, we started doing woodwork, and we said, okay, let's do a craft-based practice where you know you can help these artisans and crafts. And you know, now suddenly more the years, and admirable, so everyone's saying it. But we have been talking about being a self-sufficient officer very long, which has been very difficult. But um, but even now, like when you re- when this, we never predicted that the situation will happen. But we have a small campus where. Uh, even now, we have been sort of uh, living in this whole lockdown where we don't feel that we don't have a home, you know, because the office, the school is almost a home. So, yeah. yeah, so there are, you know, these movies that we watch sometimes and then we talk about it. And we sit again we talk about it. And then, when you sit on the drawing board and you draw lines, there are these little parts of you which, from literature, from movies, from music, that you come across, which sort of seamlessly become a part of whatever you design. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think scale scale matters. I think uh, you should be, and it, it's a very long process, you know, like if you consider any Indian dance form or classical music, you know, so so there is a certain progression to how you reach the peak in the rag, you know, that you have to start with an alap. That uh, you meditate over the notes and the mood of the the rag, and then you go to saina, and then you go to tan. When you when you singing or playing the tan, it's the highest peak where the music flows, you know. But you can reach there only when you have meditated enough with the in the in the slower parts. You know, so I always tell my students the same. You know, that if you think that you'll get out of college, do a master's, work somewhere for two years. And uh, be ready to face the world, or have honed your craft. It's not going to happen. It's it's a very slow, inward-looking uh, journey. That you 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 read a book and you think over it. You know, you, you analyze it. You see how this affects you. And um, and there is no straight uh, answer to how you reach. You know, it's it's your own journey. And I always tell people, you know, this whole thing about where people, you know, it's, it's a very simple thing you now that you go to the internet, go to Pinterest, and you see something someone done, and you make like a, a mood board and show to the client, and you sell things. But but now, to understand that if you look at any of these designers or architects, they have gone through their own journey. You know, if you, you know, I so said people read biographies, you know, probably his father was a watchmaker, then his journey to getting to where wherever he was, and then you see that. If you compare his paintings and his murals and his furniture and his architecture, there is a certain central thought, a certain form that you'll notice in all his work. You know, so first so I tell people, don't just don't browse things. You know, try to uh, read. Don't even see pictures, me biographies. You know, so I tell people that you know, uh, read uh, any artist's biography first, and then look at his work, and then see how it relates to how his path has taken him to a certain level of achievement at his peak right, right. so yeah that, that's what you know, I don't really have a straight answer to how this happens but even now every day that we explore things or I travel or I see things now it, uh, it's easier now because the journey initially has been so difficult and now it's easier for me to have a lot of clarity in designing certain things in a certain way.
0: So it's not a very easy part to reach where probably you are today because life me and all that that teaches you yeah. so much to be Absolutely. and sure. I think that is the most important part of being and achieving something and that's when you actually appreciate what you have you are grateful to what you have this entire journey is so wow and uh, you always have been mentioning about you know the correlation between music and uh, art architecture and everything so do you practice similar things in your studio as well like this is, is this how, you know, the, your studio. Yeah, we
1: have, yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, now we have been, I have been getting much deeper into music. Like the, there is, a, uh, there's a guy called Hardik Dhav. He's a friend, he's a son of a very prominent Gujarati singer. So ah, I uh, heard my friend actually, uh, me and um, then I messaged him and he just ended up coming to the studio randomly. So, you know, what he's trying to do with music, he's trying to integrate folk from all parts of the world in sort of a way where he goes to the Narmada and he performs. Uh, it's what do you call it? It's spiritual, you know. So, um, wow. so, it could relate very well with him that, you know, what we are trying to do with our work is to sort of bring back these rooted materials and ideas that were there within us into a very contemporary, fresh sort of an outline. And uh, it relates so well to meet someone like that where he speaks about, uh, you know, Sindh, uh, Sufi, Pakistan, uh, so many different genres of music coming together into sort of a silent sort of a circle. You know, so it's it's seamless. You know, it's the same ideas, but in different genres, you know, where, where design and contemporary design is rooted to our old thoughts. And his contemporary music is rooted to all the little things uh, that got him here. So it's, it's nice to have conversations. And that is what I tell all these students to also understand, that you understand why this conversation is happening, as to why do I relate to Harbik so much. You know? And this should be done. You should keep your senses aware, sort of open yourself out, not just to, even if you're a designer or this, you should have the um, understanding of how to appreciate or understand other people's work in different fields.
0: Wow, this this, uh, this sounds so soulful to me, you know. This is like, wow, how someone can even think so deep about how music, mm-hmm. art, and everything is correlated, interrelated, of course. So this is amazing how, you know, this conversation is taking a shape. You know, uh, the way you spoke about the different scales of furniture, the objects that you have been doing, we would love to hear if what was uh, your favorite or, you know, maybe you can say the most cherished project In terms of architecture, in terms of products, accessories, everything. So we would love to hear about some of your projects that you cherish the most. Very clear,
1: the project I cherish the most is this uh, bungalow that I've been working for the past seven and a half years, which is almost done now. Uh, For me, I do furniture, I do products for me. But for me, architecture has a different level of uh, reverence. It's just sad that um, we haven't... uh, been able to put out that project as much as we want to. Uh but you know there's a pyramid and architecture is always the top. So we've done for this project, we've done the architecture, the landscape, the light design, the phone, design, everything. Or think of my projects as a favorite project because every time something new comes, we challenge ourselves to do something better than what we've done before. Mm-hmm. Always tell people that don't romanticize your work. You have to have the strength uh, and the mm-hmm. grace to not like what you've done before so sometimes look back at my old pieces and i, I say I, I tell myself that you know this was horrendous you know why would you even design something like that but uh, that gives you the motivation to be better and that is the whole point of not getting into commercial format you know they've been getting so elaborate and they tell us that we have a 30,000 showroom and we give this much work but well, that is exactly what we don't want to do you know we are more than happy working for the 10-15 people that understand what we do. Plus, the problem is that logistically, it takes a lot of time to create these things. You know? it's, it's not just right. a simple wooden chair. There's a lot of brass components that have to be milled. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's, it's a labor of love, you know, more than anything.
0: Wow, this is really nice and such an informative, uh, such an interesting conversation. And I'm looking forward to more such conversations with you. So... There are so many takeaways and small learnings throughout from you as a person, as a professional, as an artist. And we wish like, you know, these conversations keep happening more often. So thank you so much. And we wish you and the design Nidukan and all your ventures, all the best and a very happy, healthy and safe time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Viram. Thank you. And thank you all the audience for joining us in. And I'm sure everyone must have really had great learnings from the conversation and from Veeram especially. Thank you so much, Veeram. Thank you. See you soon. Have a nice time ahead. Bye-bye.